Hello and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. We're here to infect you with the truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Hello, hello, hello. I feel like I say that every time now. <laughs> I feel like I don't it's- say my name clearly. Like if you were listening to me, be like, oh. Judy, who? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I can't like say my name what the clearly. Heck? I know. Well, you know my name, so I feel like you hear it. But oh. like when I say it, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm saying it clearly. If I asleep. wonder if I am also. I don't know. Well, you could. Trish sounds like Trish. I don't. What does there, does anything else rhyme? I don't know. Dish. But I mean, that's not a name. <laughs> so Dish. I just feel like my name could be heard as like Judy or. <laughs> I remember I was at um, my school. My college was in Hawaii. Was very international, and so there's a lot of like <laughs> Asian people from like Japan or whatever that were there, and they yeah. people that have non-American names they want American names. Oh. When they were, when they would yeah. come. So like they're, they would rattle like a lot of Chinese, maybe more Chinese kids mm-hmm. that were there, but they would like rattle off their name and then they'd say, but you can call me Sally. Like they would pick yeah. like the best, like <laughs> just, you know, American <laughs> sounding names ever, you know, the, the prototypical ones, like Sally. And I was, uh, and I remember I did a presentation one time and we had to, um, but you had to grade each other. And so you put, they put your name at the top and then they rate you like um on how you did and they wrote that my name was sushi (laughs) what someone in my email for the longest time and some of my friends who listen to this might remember my email was for sushi (laughs) at the long for the longest time what the heck (laughs) yeah i was like sushi huh i mean it's just like when you get your nails done you get a technician with the name claire or tammy yeah like you that is not your name. <laughs> I know, right? Anyways, um, speaking of off topic, <laughs> I was like, wait, this doesn't even make sense. It doesn't go together. Um, we just this was not on our notes, but we started talking about the homeless problem in California, and we both have stories, and so we're gonna lead off the show with um some homeless stories because it's 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 like. For me, where I live, driving, they're everywhere. But I'm not if, like, they're not, in the last two years, maybe I've actually seen two walking, like, roaming through my neighborhood. So it's not, like, they're in front of my house type of thing. So I feel like it's not, like, um, quote, unquote, bothering me to a sense but I feel like now it's it's more and more in my face and so you have a story that happened this weekend Mm -hmm. so go for it I was just saying how my friend and I were at a esthetician show in Long Beach that they have every year and we um, parked underneath the convention center in Long Beach and after we went to the show we went we just crossed the street and went to lunch. And then when we were walking back to go to my car, um, we were just, we had gotten in the conversation about California and just how, you know, it's just getting frustrating to live here and feel like they don't take care of our cities and the homeless problems, you know, are just out of control. Um, where like, you just don't even feel like you can comfortably walk down the street in cities. Like I, I didn't, where we were in long beach, it wasn't like, I didn't, I hadn't, hadn't had any incidences, um, that day so far, but you know, just, you can kind of sense it when you're in any like big city in California. And, um, 
literally walk down the stairs to go underneath in the parking garage and there's a woman walking with she's rolling a suitcase and she's heading which probably to the show i I don't know if she's a vendor or just there to buy stuff and has her suitcase with her but she's kind of walking briskly and there's a tweaker a young guy following her talking to himself looking all over the place um as she's walking and my friend and I are just like, are you serious right now? And so we're, we are trying to like walk quickly walk to our car, which we had to go up a row, but we had to walk up the mm-hmm. row. So we had to walk, we had to walk kind of far, a little bit far still in a moment like that, where it feels like it's an eternity. But I kept looking back to just make sure that, cause she had to go to the elevator and wait. And this guy follows her and he's just like talking to himself and you does don't he get, know. Does he get in the elevator he with her? He didn't get, but that's where I was kind of okay. watching to see. Yeah. And then we had to turn the corner and, but then I saw her get in and he looked like he had just stayed, you know, but he had followed her all the way. Like if that was me, I would have freaked out. I don't know. She kept her composure. And then I was telling Trisha that, you know, um, we wanted to make sure. And then you asked me like, well, what would you do? And I was (laughs) like, if he starts attacking her, yeah. yeah, What would you do? And I said, I don't honestly know. I I guess in my head, I was thinking at least we knew what happened and maybe we would call security i don't know but Mm. by the time anyone would get down there it was underneath and i don't know if that would have mattered but then it's like the realization well we're in california and we're not really he would see you yeah we're not protected the way you Mm -mm. would think you would be as a citizen of a state in california so well i mean today for us recording we don't know when this will be uploaded but for us today is thursday and i want to say tuesday Christian took my youngest out for ice cream and they kind of just hung out in Cerritos. I'll just say it. Um, And he comes home and it's like late, you know, I mean, he's telling us like what happened. And so he goes, we went, um, you know where Target's at right here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he was there at that complex and you know how there's Starbucks, Cold Stone. So he is like, I took, I took Nick to Cold Stone for ice cream. And um, he said, there was like a guy in the parking lot walking around in his underwear only. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, you know, talking to himself. And and then he said that he, he said it, I think because now he's 18 and he was solely by himself with Nick. He was like, oh, like, it protective mode you know what i mean because you're see when you see things in different lenses he's not just with his friends he's with his little brother who's significantly younger so he's like you know making sure nick's protected and and then he said that then they went to target just to hang out and there's another homeless person chilling there but he said they they're acting weird and then they're in the car and this homeless looking guy is on the sidewalk and christian said they have the windows down and they're listening to music all loud and this homeless person that's talking to himself starts walking to his truck and he's coming on nick's side and so he's rolling the windows up and locking the doors and um he just was like i I could he said i couldn't believe i was in cerritos and I said, well, right here on 183rd, there's a homeless guy that has like 50 belongings with them sleeping on the sidewalk. In in all honesty, when I drove by this morning, though, he was gone. So I don't know if they finally were able to clean him up. But that's 
and Cerritos is like the nice town, you know, has, has quote unquote the money Mm -hmm. and they don't, you know, they don't put up with stuff. And so he just felt like he wasn't like safe in like the town that he grew up in. So really sad. Yeah. And like on a, oh my gosh, we are just not even on. Okay. Let's just keep going. Well, because this story I've, really been interested in it did you hear about that young couple um this weekend it was either friday or saturday i want to say it was like it was that like it was like not even a week ago so a 19 year old girl and i believe her boyfriend was 20 but it was kind of late at night and they were at a park in whittier uh, penn park and this is how the story goes doesn't make sense i'm telling you this is like this is a crazy story so they're in their car and a guy comes up with a gun and the boyfriend said he starts shooting at them yes and the boyfriend runs and when he comes back he runs away which from the girl he runs away from the girl? Yes, but just think about it. Think about it, though. Like, you're a 20-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think most 40-year-olds wouldn't know what to do. Right, and yeah. you don't know what you would do in that situation until you're put in that situation. Like, and what are you going to, how are you going to fight against a gun? I don't know. Fight or flight. I'd, I don't have any blame uh, for the boyfriend running because... It is what it is. Uh, our boys don't have training. Like, just think about it. If if your son is 20 in the car, you know what I mean? What would you, w- would you blame him for running? I, I wouldn't. I would, no, I don't yeah. blame the boyfriend for running. But that's not the crazy part. He comes back to his car at some point and his girlfriend's gone and there's blood. So now he calls 911. So I don't know if he ran without his phone. Like there's a lot of missing puzzle pieces of this story. But um, forgive me if I am wrong. I think they the boyfriend girlfriend both lived in Whittier. But they found her body in Moreno Valley. And she was she's dead. Oh my gosh. But I think there was some sexual assault. Um, And... They've arrested a 20-year-old boy with no record in Lakewood. Hmm. So he worked right here. Wow. And he is the son of a fire chief or captain. Yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah. No record. Yeah. There's so many, like, and he's pled not guilty. And everyone's like, what the heck? I I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure you could do a DNA test if they're sexual right. assault, right? Yeah. But story's crazy. Yeah, that is. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I just found this story so fascinating. And then through social media. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, go. I just wanted to oh. I just wanted to say this before. I don't know if we just if we had said it or if I just told someone else. And I have heard it. I'm not taking credit for this statement, but I want to say it on here if I haven't already said it. When we talk about homeless, 
that um, just I just want people to remember that we have a homeless crisis in our in this state, especially. Um, so I just feel like it's funny when when just people in general leadership because um, it's a homeless. I think there's a, a nationwide one, but mm-hmm. especially here. Um, mm-hmm. So I, someone made this comment like, remember the people who can't solve homelessness think tell you are going to tell you they can solve the climate crisis. Oh, <laughs> like just that whole idea, you know, mm-hmm. that's how, you know, like you can't solve something like this. I mean, what you think you're going to change the weather? You're going to solve a climate crisis. I just think it's funny when people make statements like that. Cause it's true. It's so true. Okay. Connect the dots. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's move on to, um, okay. Going into climate change. <laughs> That we believe in so much. Let's like let's go into um Biden going to Maui because we haven't talked Ugh. about it. So Biden finally got to Maui. Um we found out that the police chief was the person in charge of the loss uh, as a police was in charge of the shooting in Vegas, that that horrific uh country concert night. Mm-hmm. Um so much to Which to, was Jason Aldean. And Jason Aldean. That was, he was the one singing when that happened. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he has that song right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Biden. Biden goes and cracks jokes and tries to compare his kitchen fire. Like he has some empathy with the survivors because he had a kitchen fire, almost lost his wife, his Corvette, and a cat. What a this disaster. Tone deaf. Yeah. And then he falls asleep. You saw that? He falls asleep. So I don't know who was in the room with him. Like um, when they're sitting down and he's asleep. I mean, because these people look very happy that they're with Biden. Mm-hmm. The Hawaiian people. Yeah. There's a lot of people with signs and flipping them off as he drove by. So. Oh, yeah. Um, because I've always heard it's a very blue state. So, oh yeah, I, I mean, of course you're going to have a pocket or whatever of, you know, just like California, super blue, but we know a large community near us that is super conservative. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So you're going to, you're going to have that even in the bluest states, but I was surprised to see like even people were putting signs in their front yard, like, no comment, mm-hmm. um, which that's what he said. And then, um, like, you're you're too late or, you know what I mean? So, I, you know, I think it's waking a lot of people up. I hope so. I mean, it sounds harsh, but I just feel like um, that whole fool me once sentiment, you know? Yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me once, fool me twice, <laughs> shame, shame on, on me. me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I hope that people remember this next next year when they go to the ballot box because um, I don't know how much more clear a person can be about the fact that they could care less about what happened to you and your community than he did. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Like, no. you could, like, at the day one should have been on, on there saying something making you know, a video it didn't even take it didn't, it didn't even nothing even on the initial day Mm-mm. and i remember kamala harris saying well we don't want to bother what's going on there what? i mean who do you yeah yeah people were asking her about it we <laughs> don't want to step in 
and be a new, you know, let, let, let the people, it's like, do you not understand that, you know, in times like this, that people want to know, even if you, there is nothing you could physically do, which you clearly can, but I mean, even if you couldn't, uh, mm. people appreciate mm-hmm. just sent words of sentiment, mm-hmm. like that you are, see what happens, you feel bad. Um, you'll, you're going to be sending people over there right away. Like, no, none Have of a this, plan. none of this excuses. And like, yeah. that doesn't do anything for anybody. Um, so yeah, I mean, just the whole way that all went down should be, you know, loud and clear next year, but who knows? I mean, people always seem to be able to, you know, an- um, answer away. What is that term I'm trying to look for? Just justify, justify. why people, you know, do or don't do things if they just yeah. can't handle like what the alternative would be for whatever reason. But, um, That's and crazy I, I mean, me. I don't, I w- would it ever, this shouldn't be anything about politics, but, um, I feel like it has to be because, what do they do when they go over there? Um, it's climate change. Oh yeah. Like, so Democrats never let a crisis go to waste. Right. So it's like, there's a crisis. Let's make sure we, you know, remind people that this is a climate change and they, you know, so we can get our green new deal policies going and get our smart city running and all of that stuff. You know, they go right there. So, um, to me, it's like, you got to look at who stepped up first, and it was just the community of people, which we had talked about. I had talked about my experience living there. I knew the people would step up and do what they got to do. Private businesses helped how they could. But if you look at, you know, FEMA and all the government agencies well, and how they news. responded, that's, yeah. you know, that's telling. It's telling. And I just, it's just, it, it, it blows my mind. It doesn't surprise me. And it blows my mind at the same time when you, when you have opportunities like this. And if you, and if the government is, you know, has, has been under fire about where they haven't governed well and their policies have been failing, that you would be able to come in on a situation like this and remind people that you still are in charge. You have resources, you can get things done, but it's like, they don't like, they really don't care. They have all the resources in the world. They can somehow get all the money they need to get fund a war that, Mm -hmm. you know, like in another a foreign country, like it seems seems like they can just be on top of things when they really want to be, mm-hmm. and then when they should be, they just drag their feet. Well, and even make excuses. Biden in his speech said like America is by by them or something like that, and we're like Hawaii is part of America, <laughs> but there's actually now Maui residents that are like following the police chief and videotaping him and asking him questions that he won't answer. But I find it, um, this Instagram post, um, has all these like facts of what happened that day. And it's, it's truly mind boggling, but sorry, I'm going to try to mute it. Hold on. No comment. Another time, guys. Yeah, yeah, you won't talk Take to you. us another time. That's the thing. It's a very cowardly move. It's shocking. 
these women are brave. So yeah. these two women have signs that say we want we want to know the truth. And and he's just walking to his car and it says these are the questions. We want to know why the water was shut off. Why were locals told the bush fire was 100% contained? Why was front street blocked by police barriers? Why was there no warning siren? Why were the place cards stopped? Why did you evacuate tourists and not locals? Why are you lying about help being on Maui? So these are, so I am all for like the people that live there and what are they saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I heard that they put police barriers and the people that survived broke through those barriers. It so much doesn't make sense whether you believe it was lightning, electrical poles that fell or a DEW. You know what I mean? Like it's across the spectrum of like the theories, whatever, there was a fire, devastation, and this doesn't make sense. There's too many questions. Mm -hmm. So now I have a video of um, someone that was fr there from day one, and he's giving his account of um, uh, stepping up, like you said. The Hawaiians step up and save their own, and they fight, right? So they fight for their own. So here's his account. Um of sitting back waiting oh, let me for help it. to arrive and then nothing was sort of happening we were just in shock when i started getting tests we were kind of sitting back waiting for help to arrive and then nothing was sort of happening we were just in shock when i started getting texts and messages from friends on the other side saying hey no one is here do you know anyone you can call can you help us and it started off with really being boots on the ground okay let's get the jet skis let's get the boats Let's call friends who fly commercial aircraft and see if we can charter a plane. We just took it upon ourselves like, okay, we could probably do a full day to hold our friends and family over before the you know caravan arrives with everything. And it was just like day after day. Where are they? I haven't seen you know one state, one county, one federal official at any one of the donation hubs where people are most suffering. People are sleeping in their cars. People are asking for specific items now. The, the federal government says they're here. As soon as you go to the west side, all of a sudden you're like, wow, why do I feel like I'm in a third world country right now? You could go to any one of those hubs on the west side of the island and you can ask everyone there. And they'll be like, oh, we haven't seen anyone. No one came to talk to us. No one's come to assist. I wonder if the state, county, they believe we're doing such a good job, they don't need to step in. But a lot of these volunteers have been going all day, all night for five, six days now yeah. and are exhausted and are waiting for a handoff or at least a break. For some of us, we were kind of sitting. So that was actually a CBS interview. So that was on CBS. Wow. So um, I don't know what they thought they were going to get with that interview, but I'm telling you, the pe I, be I believe the people of Maui and what they're saying and the state officials what they're not saying yeah and there's no remorse this yeah the mayor the governor the police chief like yeah you should people should be breaking down what on camera you know like 
if you like, how do you not just break down out of just anguish? Even you know, for the kids. Oh, what happened to the children? Yeah, yeah, and everyone's just so stone faced up there. And the one guy talking about the water god, and that's why he didn't turn the water on. You're just like, yeah. The <laughs> go go live go crawl in a hole and don't come out because nobody wants you anymore. Like for you to say something like that, yeah. I mean, when I would live there. Hawaii, like any, you know, culture that and they have their own deities. Um, they have Pele, the go- the goddess of fire, you know, because they have volcanoes over there. And so he was referring to the god of water um, and how, you know, they revere their environment. And, you know, and it's like there's a time and a place, buddy. Like, I don't doubt and I don't, you know, you you believe who you want to believe in and whatever, but like, why, you know, to say that when people lost their children at home by themselves, lost everything, you know, because of like, that is not the time to bring that angle into the conversation. Like just, (laughs) I remember a long time ago, I heard a phrase from a pastor at my church um, growing up and it was like, um, everything said needs to be truthful, but not everything truthful needs to be said. And I think that's one of those cases. <laughs> not, I'm not saying that there's a, it's truthful that there's a w- yeah. God of water. I'm just saying that his belief yeah. in that doesn't need to be, you know, use that as an excuse for why you didn't turn the water on. It just shows how uncomfortable. Inc- well, I'm glad because well, he stepped down. Like, yeah. I mean, it shows his true colors. Yeah. It showed his true colors. Just, you know, for, I, the people that had to hear that. Who lost everything. Yeah. So you didn't turn the water on. I mean, if they believed in the water, God, hopefully it opened their eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, what are we doing? It's like Elijah all over again. Yeah. Like what are we doing? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the new COVID. <laughs> new COVID. What do you call it? The strain is well, called. I don't, this wasn't my idea, but I saw, I came across someone else who is calling it um, BS. 24 <laughs> seven. That's a new, <laughs> that's a new a strain, new, <laughs> new strain, which is totally true. Yeah. BS 365, 24 mm-hmm. seven, 365 is <laughs> the full name of it. No. Yeah. Dang. I just, you know, um, again, first time go around. I, we both have admitted, you know, we, I think we, mm-hmm. we, we were fallen for it for, for a little, a lot, much shorter time mm-hmm. than a lot of other people, but we all, I think the first few weeks were just like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. And just trying to do our part in quotations, yeah. but um, quickly realized that things weren't adding up. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that people don't memory hole the last three years but fear. and fall no. right back into it. There's always going to be fear those is, people. Yeah, fear is, I mean, they've done a number on us. Yeah. I mean, because I well, do. Yeah, people are still doing it now. I mean, people, yes, yeah, st- are still wearing a mask. And and I just feel like they did, I mean, when, because we have social media now, like we have the internet, when, this is never, the whole earth shut down. <laughs> like yeah. when, when has that ever happened? It's never, ha- like we've lived through this, yeah. like, right? It's like, it's like, um, if you, they, the our family members that lived through the great depression and what they had to go through or like, you know what I mean? World war one, like we've lived through the lockdowns and the world shutting down. So, I mean, this is, if you really wrap your mind around it, it's insane to sit there and think about it. 
so I don't even blame people because they really did a number on us. And I mean, you, you can get a lot of people to do a lot of things through fear. So it's very unfortunate and it's a mass psychosis. I mean, it's just, they're like, let's go for it again. It's election year. Oh yeah. There's two, because fear is over sanity what's the word i'm looking for like just dang it i can't think of what word i'm looking for but fear is gonna overtake it and this is where you and i were talking earlier about i think when 2020 hit it was just survival of the fittest and it was like what's going on and then for me 2021 happened i i just had gotten over covid and it was really bad for me and I feel like that's when I started running from God and it wasn't until recently I finally have gotten back and I've been doing everything on my own. So it's like, I've, you know, fighting for my kids fighting, you know, it was just an exhausted three years. And, um, I feel different this time around with the new, like, the lockdowns are coming, all the tactics are coming back. And I feel different because I have a, a peace that only you can get from God. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I have a video yeah. if you want. Yeah. Play it. Sorry. I have to look it um, up. Well, I, so <laughs> I'm going to put a um, link to, um, one of, you know, we always refer to our, our friend that doesn't know she's our friend, Tracy Beans. <laughs> <laughs> she, That's hilarious. Listen to her Dark Delight podcast. It's Monday, Wednesday, Fridays <laughs> with Frank and Beans. Um, and she has a website, Uncover DC, and they did a, they have a comprehensive COVID report mm -hmm. that they had worked on from 2020. Um, it's really good. So I will put yeah. the link to it because if you you know, have a situation where you have to like find studies or data. Cause that's kind of, that's going to be, a, the, that's going to be the difference. You know, yeah. before we didn't have anything, right. We have three years of data now, yep. three years. And it's that's there. A long time. The studies are there. Data is there. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, you can go to her, um, go to this article, this report they did. And there's tons of stuff from PCR testing, masking, um, how the, you know, big pharma, all the different aspects that were part of it. And like, um, there's one article specifically that I'll link because I know the masks are kind of the first like mm -hmm. sign that's coming back. They're reinstating masks at movie production, um, companies and colleges. colleges. Um, you're okay. You know, someone who, oh. you know, they're trying, your brothers, oh, my brother in Utah, mm -hmm. they're trying to make it at, mm -hmm. mask at mandate. Again. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's like, just as, as an example, she has, um, this report, it's an article from um, June of 2020, and it's called Masks Don't Work, a review of science relevant to COVID-19 social policy. And so this article has, um, it cites all these um, randomly controlled tests because, you know, you have, you have to do randomized controlled testing. Yeah. Like you can't just, I don't, I'm not a scientist, but like there's, they have protocols for how they do testing. And so they have this, these specific kind of tests um, and there's like several of them, um, that, and it's interesting because the ones that they use, um, are all, um, 
the tests that are available that are randomized control tests are all in favor of why they don't work, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like, I, you yeah. know, if you're in a situation where someone's arguing with you about how they work, then tell them, pull up, a, pull up a test and like, let's see it. Let's see the data. Cause facts don't lie. Yeah. You know, people can lie. People can say things, but, um, and then you can have this article that has like, I don't know, they say like 17 different tests just cited in this article alone. Um, and talk about it and talk about the, how like humid, human environments mm-hmm. affect, um, how masks, um, operate, you know, how effective they can be in other, you know, in situations. Um, they also talk about, um, like, Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, there was one section I was going to read, but basically, um, it's good to like, you know, if you, if someone is needs you to pr- provide mm-hmm. receipts, you can come, you can get, pull it from articles like this. So I'll put both links on the, on our show notes, on our website, under this episode, under this episode that we, um, when we upload it, that people can have. Cause I feel like that's the, where mm-hmm. the power is, right? I mean, unfortunately the people in charge are going to dictate one yeah. way or the other, but like, as long as we're doing what we can and, um, we have, actual science yeah to back it up um because i just want people to like if you think about it uh, as worldwide right so what did we what, what what happened so yeah people died right there's people who died um which you're always going to have in any sort of issue um like this but um how many children how were children affected mm-hmm. how, many, how many children died for one because this again they're trying to try and put this in schools right um, versus how many children can't speak now, don't mm-hmm. have social skills, how many p- committed suicide, how many um, got into drugs, how many got into health, unhealthy habits of eating, not exercising, all the other things that came along yeah. with all the mandates and social pressures that were put on our society. Um, just look at how many, who, who made money? Amazon made money. All the big corporations made a ton of <laughs> money. Pharma. All the pharmaceutical yeah. companies, billions of dollars. Who lost out? The small business. All of all of the just working class, yep. right? So that's the kind of things that I hope people can remember what really happened, what the pandemic really was about. And when they start to reinstate these things into our psyche again, yeah, to just have these at the beginning of your brain and like do not comply. Cause that's the only way it's like going to work. I think this time around is that people know, people know now. Yeah. And if there's enough of us that do not comply, I mean, all those college students should just refuse. Like, cause money, money talk. What is it? Money walks and bullshit, money talks and bullshit walks. <laughs> I forget what it is, yeah. but like if everyone yeah. refuses to go to school, oh, okay. How's the university going to, how are they going to do that? That's the problem. You know, that's the problem. It's really on us at this time. Like I do, I put it, it is on us this time around. We do have the power, but are we going to exercise it as a whole? No. I don't know. I right? I believe there's there's a lot of us, but I think there's still more of them. <laughs> there's still more of them, but no, I think there's a lot of us that truly in our hearts believe what you just said, and we are pissed off and everything, but they don't speak out. They don't. You know, they will just throw the mask on to go to the store. I used to have 
high blood pressure thinking about going to Vons because I would go to Vons without a mask and I'm shopping with my head throbbing because of the high blood pressure because I'm waiting for the confrontation. Mm -hmm. I, you know what I mean? And it was so exhausting just thinking about going grocery shopping and it's the saddest thing, but Mm -hmm. I know people that just wear a mask, you know, like, cause it's easier. So that's Mm -hmm. where I go. It's, it's not, I mean, literally it's, it's going to be embarrassing this next round because now we know, and now we really know who's going to step up and who's not. But, um, to add to that point about kids is uh, my niece is four. And so her preschool has her do like homework in quotation marks. And one of it, one of that is these videos, online videos. And my brother was saying he was sitting with her and the lady on the screen was like doing like pronouncing like F. And then he said like, the, the camera would go really close to the lady's mouth and it's like, like make your mouth like this. Mm-hmm. And then my niece is supposed to copy what she's doing. And he goes, they were like, what the heck? And now you're going to make us mask up again. Mm-hmm. He was like, how did these kids learn? And I said, that's why there's a huge speech problem right now because of all these kids that were brought up for the last couple of years around masks. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right. I have a video, but I didn't know it was 13 minutes. What is it? I don't even know if I should play it. I don't know. Let's just say, I guess. Oh. It's actually happening. Today, in August of 2023, you have colleges reinstituting their COVID mandates. You have over 100 schools putting in place vaccine mandates. You have a major Hollywood studio bringing back mask mandates, contact tracing, and even mandatory COVID tests. You have the federal government buying up brand new COVID supplies in bulk, hiring advisors, and investing over a billion dollars into new vaccines. And all the while, you have the media in this country dutifully justifying all these actions as necessary to stave off another COVID outbreak. As an example of what this actually looks like in practice, let's look at the case of Morris Brown College over in Georgia. They recently sent out this notice right here informing students and staff members about the return of these COVID mandates. But don't worry, because in the notice, they made it clear that these are just temporary measures (laughs) that are being put into place for only 14 days. Here's specifically what it says, quote, Effective immediately, Moore's Brown College has reinstated its COVID-19 mask mandate due to reports of positive cases among students in the Atlanta University Center. Over the next 14 days, the following protocols will be in place. One, mask wearing. All students and employees are required to wear face masks, although they were kind enough to allow staff members to remove the masks if they were alone in their own office. Secondly, students must maintain physical distance, I assume six feet at least. Thirdly, parties and large student gatherings have been suspended. Fourthly, isolation and quarantine measures are back for anyone who has symptoms of COVID. Five, students are expected to comply with all contact tracing measures that were implemented by the school. Six, students and staff will both have their temperatures checked upon arriving on campus. And seven, everyone is expected to use hand sanitizer at all times. But again, don't worry, because as this notice makes clear, 
All these different measures are only being put into place for the next 14 days, just to slow the spread. And so the students can be sure that in two weeks' time, everything will go back to normal. <laughs> and it's also worth noting that this college in Georgia isn't alone. Schools such as Rutgers and Georgetown University still require masks to be worn indoors. <laughs> Furthermore, according to No College Mandates, which is a group that tracks COVID policies in higher education throughout the country, they found that there are still over 100 schools across the nation which require students to be vaccinated in order to attend in-person classes. However, it's worth noting that it's not just schools. Corporations are also bringing back the mandates. For instance, you have Lionsgate, which is a major Hollywood studio behind movies such as The Hunger Games, John Wick, The Day After Tomorrow, among many, many, many others. And after several of their employees tested positive for COVID, the executives at Lionsgate decided to bring back the mandate. Here was what an internal email that was obtained from within the company by a media outlet called Deadline. Here's what that internal email said. Quote, employees must wear a medical grade face covering, either a surgical mask, KN95 or N95, when indoors, except when alone in an office with the door closed, when actively eating, actively drinking at their desk or workstation, or if they are the only individual present in a large open workspace. In another throwback to the early years of the So, I let it play for three minutes. It's 13 minutes um, long. There's another one I want to play. Okay. Can I send it or yeah, send what it do to I me. do? I just save it, right? Is that what I do? And then you can uh, pull it up on yeah. ours. Oh, wait. Is it on ours? It's in our it's in our messages oh, that I from where? So go to our, uh, this one. Oh, okay. And then it should be like mm -hmm. the very yeah, the last one. Play that one. It's a good one. The guy with the tattoo on his yeah. face. Okay, here we go. I remember when I was growing up, I was like a mega punk rocker and I was just super anti-establishment, super anti-system, oppression, stupid laws telling me how to think, how to live my life. People trying to dictate what I do, you know. I was like super punk rock when I was a kid. Like I had a whole mohawk, it was like a foot tall for like most of my teenage years, you know. I grew up in New York and you know, I realized it's kind of funny. You can't really be a punk rocker and be a liberal anymore because that has become the establishment. So if you want to be a punk rocker, you by definition have to be a conservative. It's the weirdest thing. And like, you know, I know you're probably going to get all mad and try to defend your point. Like, oh, well, they're Christians. Like, that just makes you the bigot, strangely <laughs> enough. So uh, good on all you Christians for being real punk rockers while the world has gone ultra establishment, ultra oppression, ultra government overreach. So, uh, yeah, you can't be big government and be a punk rocker. That makes no fucking sense at all. Oops. So, <laughs> that's, this is, there's a shout out to all you globalists out there. Keep doing what you're doing. We'll see how long it lasts. Shout out to all the punk rock Christians. Woo! That's right. It's just funny, you know, I feel like this is, to me, one of those moments in the church, oh, right? Oh, shoot. Six minutes ago, Informed with Anthony just posted breaking report kentucky school districts have begun canceling in-person classes oh after what health experts are calling a triple demic a combination of covid flu and strep throat that has sent staff and students home sick oh here we go again <laughs> it's like have people forgotten how to just when you're sick, stay home, take care of yourself, and then go back. Like, 
Are we really going to do this where you're punishing healthy people again? I just, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I have no words oh, anymore for sorry. this kind of absurdity, like just <laughs> ignorance about <laughs> I'm just real girl. life. I don't, I, I, <laughs> you're going to love this optimal protection from new variants this fall. Do you want to see our new mass? <laughs> Saggy balls. Seriously, we, if I was if I was a, if I was president, and we had to wear those, and I, you know, I would require everyone to wear that if they want to wear a mask. Ew. If you want to wear a mask, you got to wear that one. I'm gonna throw up. It's so gross. I but like, should we repost it? Yes, <laughs> the Saggy balls should. one. I'm on TikTok okay. today. That Sorry. made me stop. Yeah. I got totally distracted by um. I j yeah. If okay. Gonna, if they're gonna do this again and punish healthy people, yeah, then so, we're all just. I think you know. Yeah. Go back to episode five. I'm just kidding. Ugh. When when they sent my healthy kids home. Yeah. Oh man, I'm laughing so that I don't cry please, right now. Everyone, okay. Please remember. Don't do it again. I mean, I yeah. I, we're, our the definition of our time and we are definitely going to be defined by the fact that we completely stopped putting children first in our time on Earth, like our era, our generation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this this has to be. There's always I think well there's always been child sacrifice and horrible things you know done to children, mm -hmm. but I think this is the first time where just the general population has been a part of it. Like yeah, stupid stuff like this. Yeah, I kids aren't just not a priority anymore. Their <laughs> well-being, their health, everything is just not important. It's all about adults and what makes adults comfortable, what makes adults feel safe, and what's best for adults. Children are just not—they're just not the priority anymore. That's gonna define, you know. It's—it's it's sad. Someone was saying that too. Oh, I think it was and my Andrew Frisella, my don't be a hoe, share show, share the show. Um. He was saying, like, I think it was him or someone on his show was saying, like, are we going to be that generation that lost our country? Like, we're are, is it going to really be us? Because we're it, it is we're, we're it right now. I think it was him. It's our generation. Oh yeah, you listened he, to it, right? The one yeah, I sent you. He said that you just let, especially men, like just become wusses because at some point you're. <laughs> it's not even going to be a battle yeah. it's like it's going to be a joke and we're super close to that part mm -hmm. in my opinion and then you go back to um like you can even go back to like my niece is four but i'm saying our kids are in sixth grade and luckily for them they go to a private school but just think about the pop the elementary population in they're 11 in like five years. They're going to be 16. That's old. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But think about the whole population as a whole. So if you were not affected with like speech, if you were not affected by like, I, my point is you're affected somehow. There's, there's something like it was scary because Nick will bring up COVID. They had a writing test, mm -hmm. a test um, prompt this week. And it was like um, something about the COVID time. And they were supposed to write about some things about you and COVID and all this stuff. Right. And um, 
what he wrote, I didn't even know was in him. And so I, you know, you want to believe all my kids skated through that. You know what I mean? Because we hid a lot from them and we quote unquote, I mean, as normal as you could when the world is locked down because they know so much to a point they were in second grade when school shut down, um, constantly laughing outside playing board games. Like it was a lot of family time. Right. So, um, just think about all the kids as a whole that they, they are, I mean, you, like you said, health wise, uh, fear wise, suicide, um, PTSD from this whole period of what they've done to us as a whole, you're talking in five years, like five years, another country could come in. Mm -hmm. I mean, we still have our military and stuff like that, but I'm saying, I mean, they've done a number on, on our guys, especially mm -hmm. like, um, the war on masculine men. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like raising my kids to be masculine protectors. Yeah. You know, um, even down to the, the, the quote unquote stupidest things of opening doors. You know, you don't let a, a girl that's even your friend walk on the outside of the sidewalk. She goes on the inside of the sidewalk. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. At least I'm trying to raise my kids to be. Uh, fighters. I'm sorry. There's no way I'm raising wusses. Yeah, I was just, you know, it's, I kind of laugh at what I listen to all day long. It's mostly men. Mm, you know, my podcasts are predominantly men, but I think there's a part of me inside me that just longs for those types of voices to be speaking mm. and being masculine, directing, you know, taking charge, telling people, putting people in, you know, calling people out. Like, cause it's just, I feel like it's so, you know, not what our culture wants, right? Everyone needs to be equal. I mean, men and women need to be equal on all, you know, fronts. And just, and I just think my, there's something in my soul that longs for, I want that manly man. I want to hear, even if I have to hear language, it's like, I just want, I long for, those types of men to, you know, remind us that they're not, they haven't left, you know, they're still there. They're still fighting. Cause it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Oh, and I know. It's yeah. It's scary to think about. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's end it on Trump being arrested <laughs> at 7 30 PM Eastern time today. Yeah. Which is four 30. So it's two, it's almost two o'clock. So yeah. Um, we have some amazing photoshopped <laughs> mug shots of Trump <laughs> and they're the best and they're getting us through the unknown right now, I guess. Um, and there's so many, like we were, we were laughing cause Dan Bongino has been saying like what he suggests Trump to do. And he's like, I suggest you don't bail out. Like you, you go in there. Right. And then. Um, we were talking about like um, World War Three breaking out and our whatever, right? And I was like, would you want to get arrested just to be in a cell with Trump? <laughs> like, or would he be in solitary confinement? You know what I mean? Like, what, what do you think? Like, it's just like, just for fun, 
funsies for funsies um let's just say he's with the general public in the jail cell yeah so it's like i would want to like do something super misdemeanor like small like arrest me i don't know what i think there's a different part of the jail for that i don't know (laughs) i've never been in jail i've never been in jail either no don't say that i know right in california who knows i just i don't feel like regular citizens are protected here correct so i'm just but i'm just saying for fun like trying to get in the jail cell with i know right i'm sure there's plenty of people that would want that opportunity yeah i don't disagree i you know normally it's like you'd be like what like that sounds crazy but i do i mean like he said we're in crazy times and optics are powerful and i think the democrats want to be able to say all this is happening without actually happening so that in people's minds Mm -hmm. you know that he's this bad person Mm -hmm. that they indicted and was arrested but then like he's not actually going to serve so it can be it can it can continue to be like this sensationalized storyline that they can use you know to 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 make him out as a criminal um but you know it just reminds me of the same thing with the climate change and the homelessness i just think it's like picturesque that a city like atlanta that has high crime rates, Mm -hmm. you know, every problem that every major city run by Democrats in our country right now, there's Republican cities too, but I'm just saying like the biggest ones, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, New York, you know, if you go through Detroit, (laughs) Atlanta, Atlanta, those are Democrat run major US cities that have horrible crime rates, homelessness, all the issues that they have um, due to policy, right? And so I just think it's, you know, it just shows, I hope people can put two and two together and say, just so we're clear, this is their priority. Yeah. It's not to make your city safer, to make your economy stronger, to, um, you know, all the things that as a taxpaying citizen, you should have out of your city. No, it's to, it's to create a circus that goes on through the next election cycle. And they're doing whatever they have to do, spending whatever money they have to spend, wasting everyone's time over something that they themselves are, you know, have on video done, questioning elections, trying to get people to protest, everything else. You have, you, you, every, anyone you can think of that's like in the Democrat, you know, front row of who you think of as a famous Democrat in the political scene has talked about election interference. They have. So it's like, like, why? So I don't know. I mean, I think they assume that that if they have a D behind their name, they're not subject to the same laws as conservatives and Republicans and they're are. And they're probably correct. And so here we are, you know. But let's, like he said um, about Joe Biden, it's like if, Ameri- if the American people are okay with this and they continue to vote in a way where this can, this kind of nonsense can continue to go on and their own cities and communities suffer while, you know, politicians play house and monopoly and send people to jail and spend money they don't have, then, you know, we're going to have what we, we're going to, we're going to continue to spiral out and we're, our country will be lucky if it lasts. What are we on? 250. Are we even 250 years old? I don't know. I I don't mean to do the math, (laughs) but I mean, you know, we'd be lucky to make it maybe couple more years. I don't know before someone else comes in at this rate. I, I mean, agree. You, I, I, I never in my life thought I would be potentially voting 
for a political prisoner to be president <laughs> of the United States. I never thought about it. Yeah. Like, pri- in prison in our own country. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, I never <clears throat> would have thought. That's something that you hear in, like, Latin Latin American yeah. countries, North Korea. like Cambodia. Those, Russia, those kind of countries. When you were a child, you would, like, hear stuff like that. Why were in America. I'm telling you, I was. But it only makes me want to vote for him more. Yes, I know. <laughs> just for that alone. I've said it so many times. I was in Cambodia in 2018 during their election time. And I'm not sure when they vote, but, um, you know, there's posters everywhere. And you cannot talk about politics in public. Like, it was insane. And I was like, like, I I was like, actually, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't wait to get back to America. You know, it was just and here we are. Do you want to end it with uh, Trump has two true socials um that he has uh one was two hours ago and one was 34 minutes ago do you want to end it with that and do you have anything else i think i think that i think we exhausted our opinions for the day (laughs) (laughs) i i just think they're good because it touches what you were saying about how bad like atlanta is so or georgia okay here we go well now i believe it's I'm going to change the number for Donald Trump because I think it's gone up since he wrote this two hours ago, but 233 million views and still counting the biggest video on social media ever more than double the Super Bowl. But please excuse me. I have to start getting ready to head down to Atlanta, Georgia, where Murder and other violent crimes have reached levels never seen before to get arrested by a radical left lowlife district attorney, Fannie Willis, for a perfect phone call and having the audacity to challenge a rigged and stolen election. The evidence is irrefutable. Arrest time, 7.30 p.m. That was two hours ago. And then 34 minutes ago, he wrote, why is there so much murder in Atlanta? Why is there so much violent crime? People are afraid to go outside to buy a loaf of bread. One big reason is that failed district attorney Fannie Willis, who is campaigning and fundraising off Get Trump, much like the others, doesn't have the time, money, or interest to go after the real criminals, even the really violent ones that are destroying Atlanta and its and its once beautiful culture and way of life. This is yet another sad day in America. Yeah. <sighs> Insane. Yeah. So I feel like that was a good way to end the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's- okay. So... We'll keep See our eyes open out. at yeah. 4.30 our time. So let's buckle, buckle up and get ready for this new ride that America's going to go on. This is historic. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is a historic time right now mm-hmm. for us. So, <laughs> anyways, deep breath in. You've been listening to the Super Show. <laughs> Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. You can find us on our website, superspreadershow.com, on Spotify, Instagram, and Truth Social. Till next time. Bye. Bye.